Welcome to Eye of the Storm. How do you start a rugby league club? Well, to understand how Storm landed in Melbourne to suit up for the 1998 NRL season, you first need to understand the rugby league landscape during the 1990s. And to do that, you need to understand the Super League War. Australian Rugby League took to the skies today to try and woo breakaway clubs from the rivals Super League. Thank you, Ken. Yes, just moments ago the press conference concluded. The competition, Mr Arthurson says, is still very, very viable and it will continue as normal. He believes that overwhelming public support is a great factor in the ARL's battle against the Super League. So, is the battle nearly over? Roy Masters, legendary rugby league coach during the 70s and 80s, since turned respected journalist, had the perfect vantage point of rugby league's migration south in the late 90s, while splitting his time living between Melbourne and the Harbour City. Well, the Melbourne Storm was born out of the peace treaty, the end of the Super League War, when the Australian Rugby League had fought against the News Limited-backed uh, Super League organisation. So the Storm, well, the Melbourne, added to the problems. And so consequently, if you're going to include the Storm, then uh, they're going to come in at the expense of an already established club. But the leaders of the game were far-sighted enough to take the view that um, rugby league must be more than just a two-state game, uh, albeit it's a two-country game with the Auckland Warriors uh, involved as well. There seemed to be universal support, particularly with the backing of News Limited, that um, you've got to get a franchise up in Melbourne. To get that franchise up and running in Melbourne, there needed to be a spearhead. That spearhead turned out to be Storm's founding father, John Rebo. Uh, it was during the period of Super League. So uh, when I agreed to work for Super League and uh, be involved with that, I always knew that there would be a finished date on that. I was never going to be a long-term tenure. And uh, over a conversation with uh, Rupert Murdoch and Ken Cowley, who played a really significant role in this, was... Um, I said, when this is all finished and I move on, I'd love the opportunity to be involved with setting up a football team in Melbourne. There's always this love of the respect they had for sport in, in Melbourne. It was always a crazy town for sport. The MCG lights up for the AFL centenary birthday bash. 93,102 fans made the pilgrimage to the MCG. Hello and welcome to the Qantas Australian Formula One Grand Prix from Albert Park in Melbourne. So I thought it'd be great to be able to connect with the community and put something together and bring a football team down. So, uh, and even during that period, even the ARL during Super League, they were talking about bringing a team down, but they decided against it because they didn't think it could work. But uh, we always felt really confident that uh, it was the right way to go. I mean, one of the things about Super League at the time was about how we expand our game and take it to other parts of the world. Um, and the Pacific Nations was really important, so we knew we were going to get a lot of uh, contact there. Um, so going into a city, the obvious one was Melbourne, the second highest populated area. To me, it was just a, a no-brainer in a way, that uh, it was something that was very exciting to do. Plenty of competition down here, but they loved sport. So if we, write, we, we believe that we brought the right brand of sport down, uh, they'd respond to it. History shows it's worked pretty well. An exciting project it may have been, Melbourne's rugby league venture still needed backing to get off the ground. 
That's where the belief and financial support of News Limited proved to be critical. I I actually think that uh, that Rupert Murdoch, when I spoke to Rupert and, and Ken Cowley, I don't think Rupert realised the impact of what I said. To start a football team up is something pretty significant. It doesn't happen very often. Um, but I think he acknowledged just over time that things would have to get back together. Um, so they agreed to do it, and he said to Ken uh, over that first meeting, yes, and we shook hands on that. We didn't have a contract on it. It's just a handshake. So uh, that ended up being a really good journey. The actual time was in the heat of the Battle of Super League. It was to them a bit of a, in a silly sort of way, a bit of a throwaway line. Oh yeah, you can start up a football team. Not understanding the complications of that. Uh, and when it happened, true to his word, and Ken Cowley actually came down and he chaired it from day one and he stayed for 12 months. But. Um, he was great. He was he was great for me during Super League, but which led on to to Melbourne, because not only was it, he was chairman of News Limited Australia, but he had this great love of rugby league, and uh, that was really important for us. And I often say your front office has got to be right because you can build from there, and he was very supportive. So uh, uh, now I think Ken enjoyed it as much as, but I enjoyed it the first year. And it's amazing what can happen if you surround yourself with, as I say, good people, good players on the field, good people off the field, an amazingly strong uh, board. And the boardroom was good, really supportive. So uh, it was a good way to set up a football team. With strong ties to News Limited, ensuring a certain level of security, government support was also going to be crucial for this rugby league club to be a viable venture. Coming to you live, three million Victorians have voted today. Premier Jeff Kennett, Premier Jeff Kennett. Victorian Premier Jeff Kennett. He was uh, really receptive. Uh, thankfully, the power of news, we got in to see him pretty quickly. And uh, I remember Jeff during the conversation, he was obviously, as we know, was a great Hawthorne uh, supporter and been present there. Is um, He said, John, you've got to understand Melbourne loves their sport, but if you bring a football team down here, what you're proposing, and it's not successful and doesn't win, um, you won't get support. I do remember me making the point very clearly, don't waste my time if you're not going to be successful. My criteria for supporting the notion to add it to our major events calendar was that they put sufficient money into it and sufficient people of calibre that it would be a success uh, because at that time Victoria was on a high. We had a number of major events in our kit bag. Our arts events were very, very strong and our economy was recovering. So we were in a wonderful position. But to their credit, they did just that. And I always find it's not always the money that's the most important ingredient. It's the quality of the people. We have a whole range of sporting activities. So there's something there for everyone. And the one thing that we were missing, in one sense, and to John's credit, was a football code for which there were a lot of people supporting, but hadn't been tapped. I think my role and my government's role was to encourage their arrival and to give them the opportunity to grow. And so had the government not supported them or objected to them, I think that would have made it very, very difficult. But we 
what John was about and what his team of people was about was innovation. It was bringing something else to our sporting calendar. And it's not only worked well in terms of the Storm's record, it's also worked well in terms of the infrastructure that's followed as a result of that. And I remember just talking back to him, I said, look, Premier, we, we don't, we're not coming down here to lose. We really think we can make a mark on, on what our game's all about and the people get behind us, So, uh, but we need your help. So our initial conversation when we left was we'll give you some money towards dressing rooms, some corporate hospitality, and uh, sort of wished us all the best. With a place to call home locked away and the building blocks secured, it was time for this new venture to have an identity and a name. An idea from left field was thrown up. During that time to, to, to embrace with the, the community, we ran a competition through the paper in the Herald Sun and uh, putting it out there because I, my personal thoughts was, uh, I wanted to call them the Mavericks and uh, Lachlan had different thoughts. So we said, why don't we run a competition through the paper? And uh, whoever wins, well, let's, let's call it the people's choice. And um, we did that. And the Mavericks, they did come up and uh, Lachlan was still very keen on calling it something else. So um, he, uh, he got the chairman's choice sort of being Lachlan Murdoch. And, uh, and then I did say to him in the end, like, and he came up with the name of Storm, and Maverick was the name I like, but I said, look, they're both really strong, strong words, and then I think you can use that in a really positive way about what we're all about. He thought it was too American, which is a good thing for someone to come and spend, you know, spend a lot of time in America. He said, because there was a Mavericks basketball team. The Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. The first title in franchise history. From top to bottom, a true team Great, great job by the Dallas Mavericks. I, uh, he, he just thought, why don't you do something that's unique to us? And that's what he came up with. We were using words like lightning and we finally settled on uh, storm. Well, this is a statement about Melbourne. It was strong. The logo we designed was really strong. And uh, so we, in the end, we both agreed that we'd call it storm. They'd take the mickey out of us and say, how's drizzle going? I'm calling this drizzle in the early days, so we had to turn the drizzle into storms. Who would come up with the logo, the colours, the mascot? That responsibility fell to Alan Rhodes, a longtime friend of Storm's founding father, John Rebo, who managed a printing and design company out of Brisbane called Printpoint. I started off as a uh, as a compositor, an apprentice compositor in the printing industry. I was doing work with John and the Bron when he was at the Broncos. And so we were doing a lot of work there. And John and my history goes back quite a few years. We uh, we were uh, friends, you know, since we were young kids. And we played junior football together. Uh, he got me involved and, and over the years we worked a lot together. And then when the opportunity came up with the storm, um, he called, but we, we had a lot of conversations on, you know, the possibilities. It was going to be the Mavericks uh, at first, and we we worked heavily around that, um, you know, creating the Mavericks look. It was a greeny colour. It, it was uh, like a teal with the purple and uh, black, and it, it really 
it it just didn't quite work nor did the character and I, I was quite relieved when um, they came back and said uh, you, you know the name's going to change to the storm it was automatically it, it conjured up a lot more powerful images than the mavericks you know you, you could do a lot more with storm you know it uh, there's a lot of energy around the storm where the Mavericks were, it, to me, it was a little bit just, uh, you know, Melbourne Mavericks, MM. It, it just, it, it wasn't strong enough. A phone call changed the fate of rugby league's newest club. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a Friday uh, when John called up and said, look, the name's changing to the storm and, and we really need to see some designs Monday. You know, we, we just have to drop everything and start on the storm. So instantaneously I had a, I had a, uh, a direction of where the storm, you know, what, what it could look like. You know, I did some briefs with the head designer, David, and we did pencil roughs internally and we started putting together, you know, the storm logo. All I want is the purple. And that's where the, the storm logo was done over that weekend. And it was, uh, we, we tweaked it a bit along the way, uh, but it was presented, I think, I think it was the Monday or the Tuesday. And it, it was um, said, you know, given the approval. And then we worked it up properly after the uh, concepts were approved. He designed all that. And I think that I still love that logo and it's changed form a little bit, but it's still very strong. And I think it's a great statement in itself, just what we're all about. With a name and a logo, a big focus to secure an identity, a mascot also needed to be settled on. What uh, John said it was they'd like to do a, a mascot. So if we could, you know, create the logo so that the logo, the, the, the icon in the logo could be developed up into a mascot or a character, hence Storm Man, you know, carrying the, the lightning bolt and, you know, having a, a, a pretty, uh, you know, menacing look. He, he was powerful, sitting on the cloud with the lightning bolt. It worked well. The overall concept is still very strong. Everything we designed on the jersey had to be positive, like you can get negative colours. So uh, having pur purple areas and the purple power, the way it's uh, evolved, is it's a regal colour, so it's an incredibly strong. It's a it's a it's a recognition of power. Being the navy was Victoria's colour, which we wanted to put a brand Victoria's brand on it, and then uh, the other two colours just to mix it was was the gold, which was a, a good marketing exercise for women, so we could use those colours in the right way. And I think that that's something I think we really got right. That uh, and it's had some modifications from time to time from a marketing point of view, but uh, the colours are really strong, and it's a statement about what what the, the club really stands for. Next time on Eye of the Storm. All the indicators were there that we've got to find something for this guy. Yeah, you know, he was funny when he had to be funny. He was serious when he had to be serious. I think we won the grand final in 99 because people like him. It's probably a word we use a lot, but I, I know he would be so, so proud of, you know, so many years on and how strong they are.